On this week's episode of Cutscenes, we meet Joel and Ellie in episode one of The Last of Us. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie and TV podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesperance. And I'm Travis Colnut. And today, as mentioned before, we are talking about HBO's The Last of Us. We're going to cover episode one. There will be 10 episodes of these. Uh, we're going to do in a recap one by one. Uh, so we're going to start this series uh, with a tutorial, which is a 60 second segment uh, where we are going to give you the high level plot of The Last of Us. If you've been living under a rock and you don't know what The Last of Us is, let's just give a, a quick synopsis of what that is. We'll each take 20 seconds hot potato style to talk about it. Who wants to go first? Ugh. I could start. Good. Great. <laughs> I'll go second. All right. Okay. I'll go last. Travis, do you like second or, or uh, last better? I don't like any position when we play this game. <laughs> got it. Got it. So you don't want to be The Last of Us? Oh, hey. no. Sorry, Very that's nice. all I'm good for, is jokes like that. Very good. Uh, Katie, are you ready? Sure. Actually, I'll do a timer instead. Timer one minute. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so it all kicks off in 2003 when this new like fungal infection starts and uh, just starts like ripping through everybody. And what it does is it gets into your brain and it takes over and like you're just now a host and your uh, entire mission is to propagate the fungus. So you run around doing that. And so the story follows Joel, uh, who is just a fellow who lives in Austin who gets caught up in this. Uh, spoilers for episode one. His daughter passes away. Flash forward 20 years to when the the world is in a terrible state. You meet a girl named Ellie, and it is your job to take her across the country for reasons. Okay, so for reasons, um, she... Okay, this is kind of a spoiler. She has an infection, but she's not sick, and it's been like three weeks, and she's totally fine. And you, Joel is tasked with trying to bring her across the country because she's important, and you have to protect her. And there's people called the Fireflies that are like there and there's you're just trying to survive and they go out on a big backpack trip across the united states hey it's funny because i i thought throughout i'm like how spoilery are we gonna get and what's great is we pretty much got mostly episode one spoilers Mm -hmm. yeah i think so no spoilers for the future stuff from the game yeah yeah so i guess this is a good question uh to contextualize the show what is your experience with the Last of Us series? Because it is a series of video games, uh, one on PlayStation Three originally, one on PlayStation Four. Uh, they've been re-released now for PlayStation Five. Uh, tell me what your experience is with the series, starting with Travis. Uh, let's see. I have played. I played the original uh, all the way through when it came out on PS Three. I loved it. I bawled my eyes out. It was great. I had wonderful experience with it. Um, and then I am about halfway through the second one. I want to say I did it, I started it last year sometime, and I've just been kicking it like farther down the pipeline just because I, it's so dark and it's so heavy. And it's difficult for me to be in the mindset to like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to play this game, and I'm going to be stressed the entire time I'm going to do it. And it, so I have not beaten the second one. I want to. Um, but it's, I don't know when I'm going to want to pick it back up again because it's a lot. So, 
Katie's been like telling me. the same boat. Yeah, Katie's been like, you need to keep playing. Play the rest of this game. Like constantly in my ear chirping every day. Have you finished it yet? And I'm like, no, Katie, leave me alone. <laughs> Not every day. You sound like, I, I sound very annoying. I'm just, I'm just like, hello. Like I just send the morning text in the morning. Like, have you played The Last of Us Part 2? No. I just leave her on red and I just, I just ignore her. <laughs> Travis, you and I are the same. Like I, I played for the first ones two times, uh, and then I got I think about twelve to fifteen hours into The Last of Us Part Two, and then it was like right in the height of COVID, and I'm like, I can't live this and play this. Yeah, you so I just fell one, off. So you've played the first one twice. Yeah, so I played it once when it first came out, and then I played it for the other podcast that I do called Left Behind Game Club mm, okay. that y'all are both part of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I played it once on PS3, once on PS4, and I plan to play the part two someday. Uh, but and somehow I haven't been spoiled on how it ends. Me too. Somehow I have dodged yeah. all spoilers for two. So just don't search things. Yeah, exactly. Or don't don't yell at us on Twitter to say, "Hey, here are big spoilers." If you do, you're not part of this fan club. <laughs> you're not part of this club. Get out of here. You're not part of this if you send us spoilers. <laughs> Katie, you've played through both, right? Uh, yes, I played the first one um, quite a few years ago. Um, I had taken one run at it, fell off just because uh, the gameplay is not great. Like it's not perfect gameplay, but but and I didn't, I wasn't grabbed yet. And then I tried again and played it through and loved it. Um, and then I've I played it again recently because I'm a sucker. And I felt like I was in the mood for a survival game. And I was like, oh, they put it out again, I guess. Take my money, I guess. So anyway, <laughs> so I played it through again fairly recently, maybe like six months ago. Wow. And then I did play Last of Us Part Two when it came out because I am the resident masochist of the group. <laughs> and I was like, this game is making me miserable. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, a uh, terrible pandemic happening outside. I'm playing through this pandemic that's emotionally wrecking me on a in a video game. And I'm enjoying it because I'm weird. But yeah, so I've played through both of them and, and love them both. Yeah. I'm sure I will Before, love the second one. I just we will get to it eventually. Sure. Same. Sure you will. Sure. Uh, sure. And so before we start, I just want to say that we are going to avoid spoilers of what happens in the games for the couple of folks that I'm sure have not played the game. If you're interested, um, we will obviously bring our context in and talk about what we think will happen in the show, but we'll try and keep it spoiler light. Um, With that being said, this show is not like a beat by beat recap. It's going to be a let's talk about the big things that happened or some of the you know exciting things that happened. Maybe in order, maybe not in order. We're feeling it out. But with that, I think it's appropriate to start with how this game is different or how the show is different from the game, which is the big opening sequence that is, pardon my French, Chernobyl is fuck. <laughs> like this, this is made by the guy who made Chernobyl. Yes. I'm like, yes. And it's the, the TV segment that happens in the 70s. Yeah. Um, or like in the 80s or whatever. I think, I thought it was an excellent way of laying the groundwork for the show. Um, Cause otherwise outside uh, because I I don't make TV I don't know there's there'd be other ways to do it but I can't think of a better way once the show is going like once you're in it and you're running along aside from someone being like you know ever since this uh cordyceps fungus started uh taking over our brains and making us propagate the virus like 
It doesn't you make don't sense. Need, you have some rando just doing like explanation to you. Yeah. Like it just doesn't, it, or like it just shots work. of a flyer or something explaining the process that the, that the fungus takes. Like you can't do it. So as soon yep. as it started going and it, it, I, this scene was really well done. Um, and it sets up stakes. Like it tells yes. you how bad it is before it happens because they're right. talking mm-hmm. about uh, pandemics and then the one guy's like, well, the worst possible pandemic would be if this happened because we would lose and it would basically turn people into mindless zombies and we would have no way of fixing it and, and humanity would be done. The end. And yeah. everyone's <laughs> like, oh, that's fun. Thanks for telling us that. And then it happens and you're like, oh, it's really bad. Like, you know, right. going in once it's starting that like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing you can't have. At that point, like, especially when you're doing, like, a time jump, like, 20 years, and you to have someone just unnecessarily explain it, it's like, quite honestly, I don't care how it works. I know this thing is going to kill me or not kill me, and I need, I know what I need to avoid or not avoid. It doesn't matter. Like, it'd it just be weird and out of place otherwise. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that this, like, this whole setup outside of the scope of the rest of the show before the title screen, just to kind of give you, like, this info dump, that kind of, mm-hmm. like... Yep, this is how it's going to possibly work. And yeah, okay, go with that, right? Yeah, it would be like a, in a movie, like a pilot telling a co-pilot how planes work. Right. And they'd be like, we both know this. like, And yes. you know yeah. that all these characters know this information, but one's just saying it for no reason, which happens all the time yes. in uh, movies and TV. And it's really annoying when it happens. Oh, doctor uh, shows all the time. All like, the time. All these doctors should know everything here. But how many times yeah. does Meredith Grey have to repeat the exact same like medical thing to someone else who's sitting in the same room that knows what they're doing, right? Like, yeah. That's like like House. Like House, the answer was always, it's lupus. Like, I feel like that was half the episodes. <laughs> Katie's nodding furiously. Always lupus, yeah. And then, but guess what? It's not, because that's not interesting enough, because it can't just yeah. be lupus. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, I thought that was great. And then we get to the scene that sets up Joel and his daughter in Austin, Texas. We, we meet Joel. We meet Joel's brother. And we meet Joel's child. Um, I... Didn't expect to sit in this section of the the game story for as long as I did, but I feel like in hindsight, it was really nice to like have them set up the world, set up Joel, and then the big conspiracy, which I don't know if you guys have read into this yet, um, about flour. Uh, have you heard oh, about this? Oh, because they're baking no. in the other house? So what? the big, I don't buy the big conspiracy is that um, they need some sort of dissemination of this fungus. So think about everything that Joel and Ellie, or not Joel and Ellie, Joel and his daughter um, eat and and talk about. So they eat eggs. They have orange juice. Uh, Joel says he's on Atkins diet. They don't eat biscuits. They don't eat the cookies, and that's why they're fine. So the thought is: is the fungus in flour? Or it started in the flower and then it once yes. it, and then it gets it like somehow yes. like an ant an ant <laughs> pooped in some flower like an infected ant pooped in the flower and then the the flower gets eaten and now it's in the person and it made the jump yeah. that's how it makes the jump to humans I guess yeah. maybe ultimately I, that, none of that registered with me at all no I didn't catch that at all and like sure fine but ultimately it's a moot point because like we get a twenty year time skip that like. Yes. We stuff. did see the man feeding the grandmother uh, like cookies or biscuits oh, or whatever. No. And then she turned first. Well, the, yep. no, she did not yep. turn first. She's the first person that we see turning. Yes. yes. It's already yes. happening it's, elsewhere. It's already happening. People are already, she was already like shooed out of that. Yeah. The um, helicopters are going shop, like it's Exactly. Going it's already happening. Yeah. 
And it's just really nice to see like some of the really important tokens from The Last of Us. The watch, for example, mm-hmm. like having a really significant mm-hmm. place in the pilot. And also like the shot for shot recreation of the like really apocalyptic scene that happens in the first game mm-hmm. of like going in the truck, uh, seeing the zombies. I saw a lot of people online talking about how it's like the greatest like opening to a zombie thing that's ever been done. And I kind of agree with them because it's stellar. I I kind of agree with them. Off the top of my head, I, I agree with them. It was, at times, kind of chilling. Um, it had that feeling of when um, thing, you're going along with your life as normal, and then abnormal things start happening, and just like the surreal um, feeling that you get, which we all kind of experienced a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, near the beginning of the pandemic, when just uh, things that have never happened before are starting to happen, and you're like, what what is what is happening to the world um yeah I loved the opening um I'll get back to that car scene I have a comment but I loved how much time we spent with the characters before this happens and really sets a baseline for Joel and for uh Uncle Tommy and unfortunately Sarah like it it gives you some context for that relationship I just there's there's a lot of room to like, we have uh, 10 episodes like mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're just doing a story. Like the game is however long, but that's with gameplay happening. Right. So like yep. you need story for this long and there is like a lot of good characters to flesh out. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. I liked, uh, Sarah was great. Is it mm-hmm. uh, Nico, Nico Parker played Sarah, did a great job. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's great. Yeah, like the... I think the the thing that with that intro specifically, it's like it captured that like dread. I like there was a lot of dread that I had because I knew that like oh this is building to like we know where it's going with Sarah, but mm-hmm. just the chaos of yeah, and it just builds. It just keeps building. Like the the yep. chaos just keeps building, and like you guys said, it's like honestly I can't think of another movie or zombie or apocalypse thing. Cloverfield. That- is the thing that I thought of kind but of. But yeah. not even that much. But that's like, very sudden. That's like yes, everything's normal yes. and then bam. It's just bam. like, oh, it yep. just starts creeping up and up and up. And then it just like crescendos with there's a plane mm-hmm. crashing because, you know, the pilots mm-hmm. got you know, killed or taken over or whatever. Um, yeah. the the Like you said, the chaos just gets higher and higher. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like it's um, it's stressful. Yes. And that's the thing. It's stressful. It's like it just keeps building and it. The game did this well, but I don't mm-hmm. think I felt this way playing the game. Like, the game was stressful with that, like, with how it, you know, has you, this is the opening of a, of the apocalypse, essentially. Mm-hmm. But the show just makes you really, really, really feel it. And mm-hmm. it was scary. I didn't like how realistic it felt. Like, it felt too real for me, where I was like, I don't like this because I'm feeling stressed. Because I'm like... Oh God! What would happen? You know what I mean? Like it just it, mm-hmm. it, it it was done very 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 well. Yeah, my mind like I already said one, but it also reminded me a little bit of Chronicle that came out in 2012. That like weird superhero Travis. I think you and I have talked about Chronicle. Yeah, and before. I haven't seen it, but I know yeah. of it. Um, it might be Jordan's in it, but essentially like kids get superpowers and like one of them goes bad, and like it just it's like a handy cam style movie. And it just reminded me a lot of, of that, of like things getting really bad, really, really fast. And then like the stakes go really high and the world kind of just is in real rough shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the car but scene, yeah, you guys, the yeah, car please. scene driving around and it was 
like you said, pretty much a recreation of when you're in the car. Because when you're in the car in the game, um, mm-hmm. you are um, you are playing as Sarah at that time. Yep. Are you are you still playing as Sarah? I think you are think until so. the car crashes and then yep. you turn over Joel. Um, and then so you can kind of look around and you can see these different things happening depending on where you're looking. Um, yep. And then sometimes the camera will swing on its own. But um, so this reminded me of a previous pod that we did. Okay. Doom. Okay. Stay with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they went to the first person stupid shoot thing where they're yep. right, running around with the gun and it's all in first person. I was like, ooh, it's just like in the video game. And I hated it myself. Yes. Some of you liked it. I hated it. Um, <laughs> that to me, when the camera was kind of swinging from the front of the car to the back of the car, it reminded me of that. Oh, And I was really? like, I like this so much better, obviously. These are two completely different scenes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. it just, it reminded me of that Doom scene. Mm-hmm. And how much I hated it. Oh my god, that's so funny. The I don't know about you guys, but I got a little teary. So I, oh. I'm watching this with my partner who like knows the Last of Us, but like doesn't really has never played the games before. And there's obviously a moment where they're trying to escape. The whole thing is like they're trying to get out of this, um, but they get caught up by what's assumed to be like a government governmental kind of soldier who's got a mask on, and you know since they've already been quote unquote infected, uh, that he just basically threatens them and says that he's doesn't not gonna kill them, but like hey you guys. I need to shoot you. He gets a message on the, on his, you know, walkie being like, Hey, just take care of them. Um, and he shoots them. They roll down a hill. And that's when we get like the very famous last of us like scene. And it's tragic. It broke my heart and it made me cry. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Oh, Even yeah. though I knew it was coming. Yeah. I, I remember that scene happening in the games and being like, Oh, this is sad. You know what I mean? Um, no, it's sad. Don't look at me like that, Katie. It's sad. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's emotional. I'm upset, but okay. Big butt. Watching this show, and I think with the added context that I am now a father, this mm. this scene just hit me really bad. And like I'm watching this by myself. My wife is upstairs. She's doing her own thing. I'm watching the show, and this scene is happening. And who decides to come downstairs at the most <laughs> opportune time but my wife and yep. catches me full, full tears <laughs> down my face. And she's like... Yep. She's like, this is real emotional. And I was like, I can't explain it right now. Like, I had to pause it after that moment. And I'm like, of course you came downstairs right now. Thank you yeah. for this. I, I really appreciate it. But yes, no, the added context of relating, like, I related more to Joel than I did when playing the game because of the parent angle. And I I didn't have that before. And then I was like, oh, God, this is destroying me. Like, I couldn't even imagine. So... The angle that I'd kind of forgotten also is that it was Joel's birthday. So essentially, like, oh, God. from now on, Joel is going to associate his birthday yeah. with the day that his daughter Sarah died. That's I rough. I never really uh, thought of that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. that's rough. Yeah. I just thought of it now. I was too busy thinking about how daddy Pedro Pascal is. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yes. How is that man 47 years old also? He is so... One of the biggest concerns when they announced the show was how mm-hmm. would these characters feel? Because yep. how Joel and Ellie feel is mm-hmm. uh, one of the most important parts of right. yep. The Last of Us games. So we're like, are they going to nail this? Um, mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, I I had all the faith in the world. He just has yep. he has Joel vibes just, just yes. in uh-huh. his being, just as a human yep. being. He has like a stature and kind of... Uh, 
just like skin like skin texture wise all of it um his, i feel he, like him and troy baker like are very similar uh, kind of kind of um yeah but so pedro pascal started speaking and just his mannerisms and his tone and like his attitude i was like oh my god that's joel yeah like it's yep. joel like i He's i don't perfect. i don't separate them in my mind at all yeah. i was like yeah. no it's the same character which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's playing um, um, Troy Baker. Like he's yeah, he's not, not playing I don't Troy feel Baker's like version of on, Joel. Yeah. No. Yep. I, no. I don't feel like he's putting on that character and like Im- doing an imitation. I just feel like mm-hmm. it's Joel. Yeah. And that's yep. amazing. Yeah, it's nuts. Yep. It's so good. Yeah, he's he is absolutely perfect. Uh, I, I was like, oh, they'll both be great. Yeah. Uh, and not to like take away from Bella Ramsey's performance, which we'll talk about her in a little bit in a little bit. But I think Pedro's just like he's perfect. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how you get casting that good. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's just nuts. <laughs> right? Who who yeah. Who would have linked that together in any way? I have no idea, but it works so well. Mm-hmm. I kind of mm-hmm. think that the casting might be like spot on across the board. Oh yeah. Because Uncle Tommy spoke same thing. I was like, that's Uncle Tommy. Yep. Dead mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, and then we haven't seen as much of Bella Ramsey yet, but mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm already okay with it. I am on board. I don't know if it's perfect yet, but I am mm-hmm. on board. I'm like, oh yeah, th- that's Ellie. Like, and also yep. during lines and scenes that aren't in the game, um, which like at some point we'll get back to a little bit that, that there, mm-hmm. there are many scenes that are not in the game at all. Yeah. And with lines that are not in the game and I'm like, oh no, that's still Ellie. Like yes. I, it's it's so you know we're not imitating they made a big show of that like well we're not playing the game you know we don't know coming in um but they still nailed these characters really really well which mm-hmm. was critical but being most of your fan base like i would say probably at least half of your fan base of the show will likely have already played the game right so it's important that you nail it right I would say, like, from a casting perspective, I, there's, like, a single exception, um, and it's really only because I'm such, like, an Annie Wershing fan uh, in that Tess was... Re- it's funny. Marlene is is the only actress, to my knowledge, who is the same in the game and in the, in the, in the show, so absolutely perfect because it's the same person. Yeah, she's um, great. But they replaced Annie Wershing with Anna Torv, I believe, for Tess, and that's the only casting role that I think is maybe a little bit, like, that I'm just not as okay with. Like, she's great, but I think that's the departure for me, that, like, I expect Tess to act a certain way, look a certain way, sound a certain way, and Anna Torb is just maybe a little bit different. The interpretation is different, and it's fine. It's maybe just not what I was looking for. Travis, your hands are on your face. I love Anna Torv. I love okay. her so much. She, I, I'm a huge fan of Fringe. Like, that is yeah. one of my favorite shows of all time. She's great in that. When I, I didn't know that she was in this. And like, oh, I didn't know. I, I, cause I've been avoiding everything. I didn't want to have any, yeah, really, I didn't watch any trailers. I like, I watched one of the trailers, but like, I, when I saw her, and I was like, she's in this? She's Tess? Yeah. I was like, oh no, she's Tess. But then I was also <laughs> like, <laughs> but also I was like, oh great. Like, I love, and I was like, I'm like, she's probably going to stick around for at least a little bit if they're going to have Anna Torv mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, but she, I, I love her and I liked the energy she brought. I thought it was different, but I liked it. I, I think it was, I was fine with it being different than, than the games because I think I liked the way that she played. Because Tess, really, it's Tess. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, 
it's I still I, I I liked the energy that she brought to it, and I find her and Joel believable, like the way that they're playing mm-hmm. off of each other. And yep. I I don't know, I like. I, I like her a lot. So when you're like, she's the odd one that you're like, not sure yet. I'm like, oh no, I loved her. <laughs> yeah. I I understand where you're both coming from. I like the character in the show. I think mm-hmm. I think she's a lot more fleshed out and just believable as a full rounded person yeah. than Tess yeah. maybe in the game. Yeah. Um, but I think she is the one character that I do, well, and, and uh, Ellie so far, um, where I do kind of differentiate them. Uh, like yeah. Tess from the game is a different from Tess in the show but I but I like the character a lot and it's also it's a secondary character like it's less for sure critical that it's dead on to me um so yeah so I like the character but I do get where you're coming from Jacob yeah 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 Yeah. totally and 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 I'm the same with Bella Ramsey where I I I think she's doing a great job it's just it's different um she's not Ashley Johnson She's not Ashley Johnson, which again, they're different people, different interpretations. It's fine. But I think of Bella Ramsey in the Game of Thrones context, like her being younger. So maybe I just think that even though Bella Ramsey is probably an adult now, I'm going to double check. Um, I would say um, she's probably old. in her mid to late teens. And Ellie is, I believe. She's 19. Four- oh, she's 19. Huh. Yeah. Bella Ramsey's 19. But I think of her in the Game of Thrones role where she was much younger. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ellie yeah. in the game is, I believe, around 14. Mm-hmm. I think okay. around yep. there. So mm-hmm. I think they did like youthen up uh, Bella Ramsey just a smidge. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she does have it just a generally like a younger look to her. So, mm-hmm. so I think it worked out. If we're on the topic of Bella Ramsey, since we're already talking about it, like when yeah. we first see her and she's, so it's, uh, jumping forward, who cares? But like she's locked up and she, they have her locked up um, because she has this, bite on her and they're trying to figure out that like oh why isn't she infected yet they think she could be infected they give her a plate of like or like a tray of food and the way bella ramsey kicks that plate of food ellie. back at them was ellie to the minute tea. i saw that kick i was yeah, like I was oh like, that's oh, ellie yeah we're that's fine ellie. that's yeah. ellie yeah that was absolutely. like up until that she and she barely even really said or did anything up until that point but the minute the way she kicked that tray of food was so spot on that any yeah. doubt that I would have had, I was like, oh, no, that's that's Ellie. Like, I'm I buy yeah. I, I'm all in now because like yeah. she kicked a plate of food really well. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. but actually, though, like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the mannerism. I, yes. She had the mannerisms and just like the attitude and the tone of Ellie mm-hmm. right on as far as just like attitude and like that teenage attitude. Like brat. And, like such yeah, a brat kind at of, times. Yeah. Kind of. um um just like kind of up against like fighting against discipline like yes. a, a rebellious is the word yeah, 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 yeah. um but yes i was like oh there might be some differences it might not be like exactly which which i don't think it really should be it yeah. shouldn't really be the goal um but i was like oh i'm i'm gonna be okay with this like mm-hmm. we have the tone right i'm what i'm gonna be okay i'm not yeah. gonna yep. be like butting up against it in my mind like it might be a little bit different sometimes but but yes that in that one scene she kicks the plate of food and then she counts up from 10 because they're checking to see if she's yep. turned yet and yeah. she yeah. counts up to like eight and then she's like fuck you i'm like hey yeah. that's ellie that's my girl yeah. Here we yeah. are yeah uh yeah i like she's gonna pull out the switchblade and she's gonna cut your throat oh later. yeah you look out oh, yeah. man yeah. <laughs> She's, yeah, she's a little trigger happy with that switchblade. My yeah. God, the way Joel whips her across that that hallway. Yeah, uh, was so, I was like, oh my God, like just brutal. brutal. Yeah, loved um, it. One thing that is different 
from the game that I didn't know if it would be different because it's HBO. If it was any other network, I was like, yeah, they're going to change that. But it's HBO. I thought they might leave it the same. Is that they kind of, um, they brought down how much Joel and Tess are kind of not bad people, but they are people of the world and they do bad things. Where they are looking for a car battery in the show. In the game, they're trying to get their guns back. Like they are, um, at one point they portray Joel near the end of the episode when there is a military guy that he's familiar with because he's done like Mm -hmm. drug deals with. Um, But (laughs) that guy is going to kill them. He's about to shoot him, Tess, Ellie. Um, And they, so Joel fights back, he kills him. They portray that as him having this emotional reaction because he's flashing back to when Sarah was killed. It's rage. But they put it as an emotional trigger. Right. As As opposed to not just, I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, oh no, he does what needs to be done in the game. Like he, he doesn't really have any moral lines. Right. Um, where he was just a killer be killed kind of world. You have to do what you have to do. Protect my people. Yes. And Joel is very much that person in the game. Whereas they're like, oh no, we have to, make it okay that he killed this guy. So it's like, oh no, it's an emotional reaction to the situation and that's why he did it. And I'm like, no, no, they're just, they just aren't very moral people. Like, yeah. Maybe amongst Joel wouldn't the people have that had they care an about. Thing. Yeah. No, he wouldn't have really cared. He'd been like, wouldn't oh, it's too bad. It. Like, I knew that guy, but like, he wouldn't yeah. have been upset about it. And after he's kind of shell shocked, and I'm like, please, that's Joel. <laughs> Joel is. He's in my way. Yeah. Yeah. You have and to keep. Like, I think because people like having a character that has to go through, make the tough decisions emotionally. And. It's more you have to have us like the protagonist in a TV show, it's right? TV, like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I was any other network. I was like, yeah, they're gonna soften up Joel, absolutely. Yeah. But HBO, I didn't know if they would, right? And they definitely yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's interesting. Um, I think it was cool also to get the like the economic view of this world, how everyone uses like rations as currency. That was a thing that I don't think was super explored in the game, but I I appreciated seeing like work for rations, get job. It all helps to contextualize and further like rich, enrich and enrich and enrich the world, which I appreciated. Yeah. I think the the fact that they, there is so much more depth because you can go into it, into a show like this, as opposed to the game where like, really doesn't matter unless it has a gameplay aspect to it you know what i mean like there's no Mm -hmm. you're not sitting there trading like you know rations and stuff in the game unless i'm missing something that i can't remember Uh, no there's no gameplay aspect it's mentioned a little bit of just like oh well i'll trade you this like in character interactions in the game it's mentioned it's just like world building that like you wouldn't have gotten you have to do that kind of work in a show because Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. game a lot of that stuff you just kind of like see in the world because you're immersed into it, right? Yeah. A you show you need it. to be with things yeah. that you read and things you interact with, you slowly learn the world. Yeah, a game exactly. has to do, a show has to do it more explicitly. It, yeah, exactly. It has mm-hmm. to be like this is how this world works now, and you need to understand the stakes and what matters and what doesn't matter. Because if you don't, then you're not going to be like compelled to continue watching right like you have to make sure that the 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 viewer you have to think about it in terms of like the viewer and i think the show does a really good job of adapting that like it's Mm -hmm. you know everyone talks about the video game movie curse thing and you know like there's been tons of some of them are fine some of them are fine and we've like there's been tons of good things that have come out 
that are adaptations of video games so far, but this does a really good job of taking a world from a video game and contextualizing it for a TV show so that the, the viewer understands the world. Because that's the thing, this world that the show is presenting feels exactly like the world of the game. Like it, there mm-hmm. doesn't feel like there's a difference. Like visually, just set design, looking at it all, it doesn't feel any different. Like I look at yeah. this and I'm like, this is the world of The Last of Us and I don't feel yeah. like there's, you could show me two stills, one from the game and one from that and I'd be like, oh, I don't know which one is which because it just, yeah. they've created that world for the show so well mm-hmm. that like I can see why people were like, oh, it's the best video game adaptation because like really, it's adapted it very close like one for one yep. a lot of the time. Whereas yeah. like a lot of things, you know, will take a lot of liberties to do whatever they want with the character and and the places and the things that it does, right? Um, so it's just it, it it's it's an interesting debate. Um, but I, it, I just wanted to comment that it's they do a really good job of doing that with the rations, with with how they they shot certain things and and how it works. Like it just it, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Another big thing that's been debated. I've tried to stay away from basically Last of Us talk, mm-hmm. but yeah. until we did this pod, um, yeah, but. I did kind of see a little bit of just people, some people saying like, what's the point? If it's so close, if the show is so close to the game, then what's the point of doing the show? And I could not disagree more. One, yeah. I don't think that the show is has been that one-to-one so far. No, no, no. There's, There's a handful scenes. of scenes. Yeah. There's a handful that are like direct scenes. Um, yeah. but other than that, there's been a lot of different things, a lot of different choices, um, a lot of like, yeah, fleshing things out a bit more, uh, fleshing out characters more. Um, so far I've been really, really happy with how much new stuff I'm getting. Cause yeah, I was like, well, am I just going to feel like I'm watching the game and I, I don't yep. like, I'm right. like, Oh, the second episode's coming. What's that second episode going to be like? I'm really excited. Like yeah, we haven't yeah. even seen a clicker yet. I'm so right. excited. Because I think what I was I was expecting is there was this was eighty minutes and I was expecting so much to be in this, but I almost expected us to go all the way to like the confrontation um, where Tess like gets herself into trouble, like into Boston, like like a ways into Boston with Ellie and Joel. Yeah, but I was just surprised that like they covered a lot, but also think about the game. And again, we aren't this isn't a video game podcast, but like think about all the stuff that happens in the game. They have so much ground left to cover. And there's only nine more, you know, arguably nine more hours of probably like 10 or 11, but nine more episodes to cover all of that. You know, we've not talked at all about like Bill and Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other significant characters that come up. There's there's really significant stuff that happens across the U.S. while they're making the trip that they're making. Uh, and I just, I, I just can't believe they're still going to get one whole game in this first season. Because the thing- they could really... They could do so much more. They could do four seasons of the show, I think. The first episode, though, is the most tricky one. You have to cover yep. so much to just have people understand what the show is. Yeah. And, like, get all these characters in. Like, I, that's why, you know, this episode was, what, an hour 40, I think? Um, I think it was an hour 20. I think it was 80 minutes. Oh, less than I thought. They covered a yeah. lot. That, and, yeah. like, they did a lot of stuff. It's not like, it's like, oh, we haven't gotten anywhere. I'm like, no, they had to accomplish a lot of things to get viewers hooked, right? Um, that episode is always, the first episode is super tricky. You have to establish um, everything. Yeah, everything. everything. Like, the world, it, the characters, yeah. like, all the stuff. The goal, what is the show about? What are we doing? Like, yeah, um, yeah I feel like the first episode would probably be the one where the least, like, you know, quote progress. Unquote, progress is made. Yeah. 81 minutes. 
81 minutes. Okay. So yeah, they did yeah. a lot. Yeah, oh, I, yep. I think that some of these episodes are going to cover a lot more of like the game mm-hmm. ground than mm-hmm. this one did. And that's the thing. You don't have like the traverse. Like you're not going to get like, here's half an hour of us like crouching in a corner trying to like craft shit before yeah. like attacking some guys in a building subway depot yeah like, like you know what i mean like <laughs> there's gonna be like a lot that can two gunfights yeah you know what i mean i wonder it if they're need... gonna craft some shivs oh they <laughs> might craft some shivs yeah <laughs> or some uh, make a bomb bombs. Yeah, yeah with bombs. nails yeah yeah can a nail bomb yeah um, <laughs> um another thing that was different, but I really liked it. Um, was mm-hmm. that whole thing at the beginning with Sarah, um, her basically seeing the first infected? Mm-hmm. Whereas in the game, the first time you see an infected is, is Joel comes home in the middle of the night and is basically like close yep. the doors, this and that, and then one of them bust in through the window or something or through a door. Yep. Right. Um, whereas no, Sarah goes to the neighbor's house because she sees that something's wrong. And actually, even before that, when she's in the house and the, the old grandma. lady is turning yeah. and they had yeah. that little hum of like suspense thing and mm-hmm. she's doing like some twitching motions behind and nobody sees it. I'm like, oh, my Terrifying. God, the grandma's yeah. going to go. Terrifying. And the Absolutely. dog knows. And we haven't, the dog's yeah. staring at her. Oh, it was such a good scene. I, yeah. I just want to know, where's the dog going? I get like animals now that yeah. I'm like a pet owner. Yeah. Like, like don't with the dogs dying or the cats dying and the dog ran away and I was still sad. But even seeing the interpretation of like the little fungus thing in their mouth, that's not really something to my knowledge that I we saw that in the hair. games. Was that not hair? Oh. I thought she was eating the woman and she had oh. hair still in her mouth. Oh, maybe that was it. I think maybe. it was. I think I took it well, as like we'll funguses. We'll, well, because I did read somewhere that like I saw a news article that's like they're not doing spores. It's so different, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I mean, why you might. wouldn't. So I so I saw a news article. So my it's that they said they're not doing spores, and I was like, you don't need to do spores. No, you don't. Like, it, you can have a different way of them propagating the, the honestly I like that element in the game I just think it's for a sure. smart way it's a smart way to like not put masks cycle. on your main characters having yeah. conversations yeah. for like, like yeah for like a third of the show yeah. it's a smart yeah. way to get rid of it because you're like okay they're going through an area and you have to have masks on them like yeah. you're gonna take every away emotional in, beats like, like yeah. every time they're in a dark underground area they have to have their masks on which yeah. you're like no we it's don't we want to be... see everyone's reaction to everything exactly um, right yeah, so it makes sense it. and then it kind of becomes it yes it becomes a little bit more like this is a zombie apocalypse where you have to be bitten or you know in a, in a way yeah. to get infected right because you kind of see that there's a scene where a, a small child shows up um and it kind of you know they see that he has a little cut on his knee and they test him and he's infected and i think it's kind of just to relay that like okay yeah he had a little cut on his knee that's what made them think okay he got infected because he got bit or some the fungus got to him but the <laughs> idea that there's no spores whoop-de-doo right like yeah um, yeah which you can get infected both ways in the game either exactly either with a bite or by just breathing in the spores breathing from like in, yeah. from a dead infected that like just like right. emanates yeah. these yeah like out. they walked right up to that one yes and, um joel and tess walked right up to that one down in the subway station and they yep. were like looking at it right so mm-hmm. that would have been a you need to be putting on your mask kind of situation uh but it's they're, they're not doing it obviously and it, it works for a tv show you just kind of accept those differences yeah. right yeah 
Um, I think it's probably a time we've still got a little bit of juice to squeeze here, but I'd love to squeeze it in a segment we call Min Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about the our favorite things, Max, and our least favorite things, Min, about a particular show, episode, movie, etc. Uh, I don't know how many Mins there'll be, but let's try it. Um, I'd love to talk about the way the sh- that this episode ended, which is my Max that we haven't talked about yet, which is the Depeche Mode song. Mm. I thought was like <laughs> absolutely perfect. It was set up beforehand of like, hey, he Here's what songs when Joel has a radio, it's from who we presume to be, you know, Bill and Frank. I always want to say Bill and Ted, but it's Bill and Frank. <laughs> um, that if it's a song from the 60s, it means this. 70s means this. 80s means this. And so we get uh, a Depeche Mode song to end it, which is Depeche Mode's Never Let Me Down Again, uh, which is an 87 song, which Ellie has figured out means, hey, there's there's actually trouble coming. Right. Um such a stellar way to end the episode. Yeah. Perfect. Really, really, really good. The music in general, like getting those like guitar licks that you get in The Last of Us, just like perfect. I could even talk about the intro. The, the intro was great. like don't steal my Max. Don't, don't you dare okay. steal my Max. I won't steal it. How dare okay. you? The min is the min is we don't know what happened to the dog. I'm sad about that. <laughs> my min's stupid. Katie, talk about um, the uh, the intro. Side note off your Depeche mode on the radio, another great Ellie moment where I was like, that's so Ellie. For her to be like, hmm, she's curious and she's like, what does that mean? And she wants she's to know and she trick tricks them? Joel yeah. into telling her what it means basically. And she's like, yep. ha code cracked i was like yeah, that's an yeah. ellie line to but a t of just like kind of yeah. smug and and he's just like oh god yeah um my max the opening so after the initial scene the credits kick in um visually solid credits made me think of like an hbo show um yeah. i was like yeah that's an hbo credits you mean the, in- the intro right yes the vision yes the um the opening credit intro um and then because they have kind of like you know, spory kind of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But in any case, the music kicked in. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack, like the last of a soundtrack from uh, which they got Gustavo. Do you want to take a shot at this? Santo, Santalaya, I believe, um, who did the soundtrack for Last of Us game, brought him mm-hmm. on to help with the music for this. But they have the main song. And I don't know what happened. I got emotional. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, and not yeah, even yeah, because yeah, yeah. of like the song, but, it, but it's a song kicked in. It's the last of a song. It's, it's HBO. The behind it. Yeah. It felt big. <sighs> yeah, yeah, Like yeah, it felt totally. like a yeah. moment. Yeah. Like yeah. in like video games and TV and movies, like all that combining together, it felt mm-hmm. like the biggest moment for me yeah. of, yep. of, of adaptations. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And I got emotional. And yeah, yeah I watched I love it with that. my spouse who doesn't, who, who knows how much I love these games. Um, and he is just like, oh God, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. This we all cried really for different reasons. Happening. We yeah. all cried for different, Jacob for a dog, me for a child and Katie for the song. Oh, I cried at that <laughs> scene too, but you know. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's a little, little max. There's there's mm-hmm. other things, but that that's what I'll pick. And then the men, I don't know. I know. If it's flower, I don't know how I feel about this flower business. <laughs> I don't know. Fair. I, I'm undecided about the flower, so I guess that's my men. Because okay. everybody, flowers in everything. It is. You know, Jacob. So welcome, only, welcome to my life as say, being so a gluten-free fellow. Only, yes. So it's only people who I are survive. gluten-free that survive? I, I was going to say. I yeah. survive. <laughs> But like certain batch. Screw you both. So like yeah. whichever company put out that that faulty bag of you know run of flower yeah. bags uh, is just they ruined everything. So HBO yep. The Last of Us is an anti gluten conspiracy show. <gasps> <laughs> there 
you go. I've got show. your new headlines. Officially my favorite show. Yeah. Put them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, we've talked about so many mins or so many maxes so far that it's hard to pick one. I was, mm-hmm. I didn't get the chance to mention that I, I love the fact that we spent more time with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Like we, she became more than just Joel's daughter. Yes, yep. she Joel's was our dead point. daughter. Yeah, she, exactly. The motivation, motivating exactly. thing. It like, is no, literally no, she's a person. Not to bring it back to a place of Max Payne, but it is. It is just here's this dead female person that With a dead I baby. love exactly, yeah. and I love this female dead character. That what was her name again? Who knows? But like. <laughs> She is the driving force and everything like that. And we put her in a fridge and she is gone and it doesn't matter. Right. Like mm-hmm. the, not that the the game did that that much, but I love the idea that the show knows that it has to kill Sarah. So it gave us as much time as it could with her. And yep. we follow her around. We get to see what she does for the day. Mm-hmm. We she you becomes see how she a, takes care of Joel. Yes, about yeah. how they're like yeah, they're it's parent daughter, but they're like partners. She and, like, becomes she a full fledged character. Yeah, mm-hmm. she becomes a full fledged character, and then the loss of her, I think, hits just so much harder mm-hmm. because yep. of it. Right? You don't expect that intro to be like. I honestly expected that like opening scene to be like fifteen minutes and done. You know what I mean? Like before we yep. get to the action and the fact that they lengthened it so much to give us the space for Sarah to breathe I think was just like an amazing choice that works really 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 well that is an improvement on the game itself for multiple reasons it helps set up the world better too yeah oh for sure totally and because of that setup you get a scene uh closer to the end where Joel has to take care of a dead child yeah and he kind of carries the dead child in the same way and there's payoff yes uh even within that specific episode of this setup of Sarah yeah it's just yeah it, it just works great. so much better so that's probably one of my maxes of the show like really 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 great decision on their part mm-hmm. to do that Mims I don't know um legit I cannot think of one. Like I, it's so yeah. good. I can't think it's of great. one. It was really, really good. Like yeah. I'm so excited. Um, I think, and I, I was thinking about this after the show ended. I was just like, this felt like the perfect um, little marriage of a game series slash game studio and a network um, yep. coming together to make a thing because. Whether you agree or not, whether you like Naughty Dog games or you don't like Naughty Dog games, whether you hate The Last of Us or you love The Last of Us, doesn't matter. Naughty Dogs, their kind of goal is to make um, like industry leading stuff. Again, yeah, whether you think they're successful or not, games. Yes, for and then that's why the conversion to prestige television works so exactly. well. Exactly, yes. they're looking for like a critically uh, critical darling that's also commercially successful, that's mm-hmm. well made, no expense spared. We're going to try and make the best game we can, mm-hmm. and then HBO is kind of has the same thing. They want to make prestige television. Yes, no expense mm-hmm. spared. Like it needs it. They want it to be good. They want it to be well made, mm-hmm. and. It is a perfect little marriage. That's yeah. kind of why I had so much faith coming in. Was I was like, this yeah. seems like too good. Like that seems like it. 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 Yeah. How is this fail. possible? Yeah. 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 And I, I. And I. So far, I mean, it's one episode, but for sure, so far they have not failed. Nope. It's mm-hmm. excellent. 
it weirdly gives me a lot of hope for like PlayStation Productions was probably set up in 2019. Okay. And with the IP that are in development, we've got Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima. There's a Gran Turismo movie coming out this year. There's a Twisted Metal show coming out. Oh, I have a lot of hope. I there. don't, but that's great. I'm happy <laughs> <don't>. for you. <laughs> I mean, they've even got God of War and Horizon. I know. But I've got a lot of hope. I mean, Horizon's Netflix. God of War is is Amazon like Prime Video. Twisted Metal is Peacock. Like these are I these are know. real streamers. Yeah. This isn't like it's on Crackle, and I hope you enjoy <laughs> it. Uh, it gives me a lot of hope, yeah, I guess. Yeah. For yeah, because I think, for example, like Horizon is probably in my mind like a top five story from the last five years. Um, just as far as the world yeah. they set right. up, I think is yeah, is yeah, a yeah. character in itself, and it's it's great. So I want to see that transferred to the the big screen. Um, but it, I guess it gives me hope. I guess Katie, maybe not so much. I have hope. I don't have any expectations. I'm I don't sure expect some of them will be any fine. of those things to be good. But I have hope. You know what? So yeah, I'll, I'll correct myself. We need to watch Uncharted at some point. Yes. By the way, yes, we do. Yeah. Maybe summer blockbuster so. season. We'll see. That's right. Maybe. Mm. So obviously Joel has a big adventure coming up where he's going to hopefully accomplish some goal wink, uh, one that's going to take him across the U.S. So I have a fun game for us to close out the show. This one's called Show or No. You know, no. sometimes the names are good, sometimes they're bad. But in this game, uh, I'm going to give you a series of locations, okay. and I want you to tell me, is this a location that appeared in The Last of Us Part 1, or is it one that I made up completely? Toronto or not? This is Toronto or not, nah, but, but we're doing it with The Last of Us. Show or no or Shaw or nah? Shaw or nah. Shaw or nah. Okay. So let's start off with just a very easy example. Austin, Texas. Should yes. I go first because Wait. I don't know? So we're saying whether or not it is in the game? It, whether or not it is in the game. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Travis should generally go first because I think I will do- I can't remember. I you just to played do well. this again. Yeah. 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 I'll say yes because I heard you say yes already. <laughs> it starts in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, then, precisely. There you go. <laughs> I didn't even this is a, they're Texans. <laughs> I didn't know this that. This is part. a Shaw. <laughs> this is a Shaw. 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 Uh, so it's gonna go easy to hard. So uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, they go there. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. that's where the the quarantine zone is. Okay, is in Boston, okay. Massachusetts. Okay. So yes, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. No, nah. I'm gonna say no. I'm pretty sure it's no. Why do you think it's pretty sure? I just don't recall going to Philly. Okay, uh, you both are right. We yeah. do not go to Philadelphia, yeah. Pennsylvania. But how about our fourth one, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Oh, I could be tricking you both times, and there's no Pennsylvania. <laughs> um. I'm going to say yes for that one. They definitely go to Pittsburgh. They definitely go to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, good. Good guess on my part. Then. You guys are four for four. Um, here's one. Calgary, Alberta. Do they cross the border? Is there even a border anymore? I get, uh, yeah. Yeah, what is a border? Mm, I'm going to say no. Nah. Nope. I, I, no. Uh, you're correct. The answer is no. Yes. The show is filmed in Calgary. Ah, oh, there you go. Interesting. Tricky, tricky. Yeah. I'm getting tricky. Uh, here is your third to last one. We've got three more. Boulder, Colorado. Um. Hmm. 
<laughs> I'm going to say no, just because I don't know, though. Katie? I, I truly don't remember. I think they do. I th- I'm I'm going to say yes. And then what do you think is like, why? Why? Use more words. Why? Why do I think but yes? also no spoilers. Explain yeah. yourself, um, but I don't have to. I recall yeah. a setting that kind of looks like that. And all, I just uh-huh. feel like I can hear Joel saying something about Boulder or like something. I feel like I can remember somebody saying that Boulder, Boulder, Colorado at some point. Oh, not just I got to yeah, move uh, a Boulder. Boulder uh, was absolutely a location in both The Last of Us and The Last of Us Left Behind DLC. Oh. Um, we spend a significant time at the University of Eastern Colorado. Yeah, um, that's right. They do. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of time in Colorado. Yeah. Okay. It's tied to the fireflies. And I will not say much more than that because, okay. you know, spoiler light here. Two more. Lincoln, Massachusetts. Ooh. They're more difficult as we go. This is the second to most difficult one. To me, they're all the same. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Don't have a reason for it. Wait, why no. would they go? It, Massachusetts, no. why would they go back that way? They went, they go to Boston pretty early. Uh-huh. But then why would they go back to Massachusetts? Lincoln. Unless they, it's like right after they leave Boston, but I, I. Oh, and I, Jacob's not I going chronologically. No. Um, I'm thinking no. Uh, Don't recall a Lincoln. Lincoln, Massachusetts. Massachusetts is where Bill is. Oh, no. So wait, I got that one? Yes, you did. <gasps> I'm gonna lose this game. Yes, you are. Oh my no, god! Don't, haven't you both gotten one wrong? Uh, Travis, did you get the last one wrong? I may have. Uh, okay. Yeah, you you got the last one wrong, and Katie right. got the last one right, right. Right. Okay, we're okay. even. Okay. Okay. I'm just as good as you. Damn it. Yeah. Or someone who's listening is gonna be like, Jacob doesn't know how to count. But here we are. Here's the last one. Salt Lake City, Utah. I feel like that's a yes. I feel like we go there. Isn't that? I feel like that's a yes. I'm going to say yes. yes. Why do you say definitely a yes? Oh, now you know, I I don't like when you do that. You you ask that question and you make your eyebrows like waggle a little bit and you make me think uh-huh. I'm wrong. Um, uh-huh. Same thing. I feel like I remember them being like, oh, you'd have to go to Salt Lake City. And they're like, OK, let's go to Salt Lake City. And also it makes sense like geographically, but you could pick any city and make it realistic geographically. Um, but no, they have to go to Salt Lake City. Yes. They absolutely do. Yeah. That is like a core, a core piece of the end mm-hmm. of the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So in this case, we tie. we tie. You both are winners. Aww. So we're both winners yes. today. Cute. So so cute. <laughs> uh, we're not going to bother telling you what we think is going to happen mm. in the in the show no. going forward because it's based on a game that we've already played. Yeah, and expecting so, some clickers in the second episode, though. It's clicker time, baby. Yes. It's clicker time, baby. So get ready. Uh, that's the end of our show. Uh, right in the feed, you should be able to see the second episode right now uh, where we cover episode two. And then if you listen to episode two afterwards, know that we're going to be weekly on Thursdays for the duration of the show. Um, if you like the program, do us a favor. Uh, send it to a friend because that's how people hear about podcasts. Uh, we can't just rely on really good SEO guessing. Wink. Um if you like the show, also give us a five-star review on whatever platform you hear us on. It really helps on Spotify. Uh, so if you're listening to us on Spotify, give us a five-star. If it's a four-star, take a hike. We don't want it. 
Um, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. Uh, and then the three of us also appear on another podcast called the Left Behind Game Club. It's a video game book club podcast. We've covered The Last of Us. So if you're bored, uh, go ahead and find that episode in the feed and maybe you'll find a new video game podcast you like. Um, Travis, where can you be found on the internet? I'm on Twitter at uh, Travis Colnett. That's where I'll be. You can find me there. <laughs> Katie. Katie. I can also be found on Twitter. I am at Lesbrak, L-E-S-P-E-R-A-K. You can find me there. <laughs> Great. And we end the show uh, in the same way every single time with a quote. I'm first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't smuggle people. Sorry. I can do it. Kim, you don't have a fucking ear on your fucking head. Could you please? <laughs> Excellent. Good. Well Excellent. done, everybody. Okay, see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm so sorry. Friends. I have no idea how no. my wee little tiny bladder can't go 40 minutes without pee. If I had I a beer, I'd have to pee too. So I literally peed yeah. right before, and I was like, I just don't get it. I don't understand how I can't do it. Like, you know, and that, it's gonna get worse. You know that astronaut that like traveled across the country in like a diaper Didn't to. You- yeah, you wear a diaper. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to do that. Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> to record a 40-minute podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Take diapers. Yeah, done. Cut them, and I'll do that. Put them in your underwear. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. This will be easy, the, easy. the extra combo at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> All astronauts wear diapers. My, my tiny yeah. bladder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to? No. I'm editing this one. It's up to me. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. You're the pee captain. Yeah.